Man, the NBA is great. You really got to love the NBA for what it is, man. You got people from all across the world, all across the world, man, united by one thing, an orange ball that goes through a hoop. You know what I mean? And they get together every four or five years. They might play for the Olympics, you know. A guy might just get drafted from overseas and get to play in the NBA, man. You might get to see him, you know, wherever you get to see him. Whoever your team is, you might get to see him hoop. My point is, man, is that the NBA is great, man. It's great. And we are here in the second week. This is my second second installment of the NBA. This is That Guy Jig Sports Podcast. I am him, J-I-G. Subscribe, rate, and review. Listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts. Just listen to your boy. Just check me. Don't wreck me, man. I'm telling you, the NBA is getting going. We've already dropped the college. The NFL's already dropped. And this is our last segment of the week. The NBA. Some would say we save our best for last. No one says that. But listen, I do. I love the NBA. I love all of it, man. Like I said the other day, man, it's just like a buffet for me, man. You know? Like, oh, man, just when you get just enough chicken, you look over and you see, oh, man, they brought out the beef ribs. Oh, man, they just got the sirloins. Let me try to scoot over some of this fried bird so I can stuff some more sides on here. You know, let me let me combine the bird and the mac and cheese and the mashed potatoes. Let just let me make a good swirl of that. You know what I mean? That's where I'm at right now, folks. I'm in heaven. But moving on. Tuesday we saw some more of the NBA play in tournament kickoff. We saw the Raptors get beat by the Magic. The Magic are looking like a legit play-in team in the East right now. I can see them contending for a play-in spot, especially if they can stay healthy. This is a team that's one superstar away. They're one superstar away. I don't know if they're going to be able to get that superstar. They might be able to trade for a Jordan Poole. It's, it's, it's rumored that the Wizards don't believe Jordan Poole is a cornerstone. So with that being said, you might be able to trade for a Jordan Poole if you're Orlando. Jordan Poole, Paulo Bancaro, I like that. Franz Wagner, I like that. You know, just thinking out loud here. The Pacers and the, and the Hawks went for the highest over-under since the Cold War. This was a good game. This was a good game, man. Tyrese Halliburton's putting the league on notice. Most improved. He's looking like a most improved candidate. Okay, the Pacers are looking like a legit team out in the East. Looking like a legit team. Now, I would like to see them get a little bit more scoring help for him. But, I mean, hell, man, the dude's making it work, man. 37, 37 points and I think 16 assists. The Hawks, man, listen, the Hawks are good, dude. The Hawks are going to be all right. They're going to be one of those bottom seeds that, depending on their matchup, they can knock somebody out in the Eastern Conference playoffs, 100%. Cavaliers get a much-needed win versus the 76ers. Cavaliers are without Donovan Mitchell right now. Garland and those guys held it down. They held it down. Joel Embiid, Tyrese Maxey. Tyrese Maxey has been a very good replacement for James Harden. 
He's looking like he's going to be able to take over that role. Once again, it's going to come down to Tobias Harris. It's going to come down to those, uh, uh, DeAnthony Melton. You know, Kelly Oubre. Kelly Oubre was a great bring-in because he's a guy that can provide scoring. You don't need much defense. You just need a little bit of defense. Not every player on your starting five has to lock down. It to, has to be all defense. You just need them to be, you know, acceptable on defense. But Kelly Oubre gives you a nice boost offensively. Cavaliers get the win, though. Suns beat the Trailblazers. Now, Phoenix is looking pretty good, man. But you got to wonder if you're a Phoenix Suns fan, what's going on with Bradley Bill's back? He said the guy got a bad back right now, so that kind of makes you weary. I'm not even a Suns fan or a Suns follower, but I'm, I'm weary for him. You know, but that's what happens when you do backdoor golf deals. You know, karma's a motherfucker. Karma's a motherfucker. Lakers beat the Jazz by 30. LeBron James has 39,000 points now. 39,000 career points for LeBron James. So look for the Lakers to keep going strong. LeBron James is... He's LeBron James. Like I said, as long as you have LeBron James, anything is possible. Anything is possible. Now, as far as that in-season tourney goes... I don't really know what this means, but I do know the Pacers have clinched their spot. Pacers are done. The Bucks have an 83, an 83% chance to advance and a 69% chance to win their group. They're 2-0. The Heat are also 2-0 in that group. So that's very interesting. The Celtics are 2-0 with the 89% chance to win their group. The Lakers won their group, 4-0. The Nuggets have a 55% chance to win their group, Two and one with the Pelicans, who are also two and one. Pelicans, man, they are a good looking team, man. A good looking team. I like the Pelicans. The Rockets, the Rockets are one of those teams that you can see them being good in a couple years. You know, you see the direction. You see what Ime and do, and you see what Ime and Doku does for a team. You know, you really see how important he was to the Celtics. You know. And that is taking everything away from whoever the coach is now. I can't remember his name. Like the guy's a good coach, but you can also see his flaws. And you also see where Ime Adoku really, really puts, you know, sets his teams apart. Moving on. The Timberwolves and the Kings, they're both 2 0 in their group. With a 67% chance to the Timberwolves to win the group. Now, the Timberwolves, I told you guys, the Timberwolves are going to be a team to make a deep run. I'm trying to tell you guys this. I'm not trying to make stuff up. Look for them to finish in the top five in the West. Look for it. Just because of their length, their size, and their hunger. Look at, the, look at them to finish top five in the West. OKC, top three right now. They're 10-4 off to a great start. Five-game win streak. Five-game win streak for the OKC Thunder. The longest win streak in the Western Conference. Tied for the second longest, tied for the longest win streak in the NBA with the Milwaukee Bucks. OKC off to a tremendous start, getting it in. Another team that I, you know, the Clippers have the Clippers have moved Russell Westbrook to the bench, bringing him off of that second unit. They're two and zero since doing so. So look for the Clippers to stay with this type of deal, Russell Westbrook coming off of your second unit, and being able to control and dictate the floor. James Harden, Kawhi Leonard, Paul George finishing off the games. 
And listen, guys, I told you this is what you have to expect because this is what you traded for. You, they went all in on this. So you have to find a way to make it work. Shout out to Ty Lu. Shout out to Westbrook for going ahead and just saying, put me on the bench because I know it's going to happen. So let's go ahead and just get this nipping in the bud. I'll come off the bench. I'll nip this in the bud. Shout out to Westbrook, man. Shout out to Russell Westbrook. Knowing that it's bigger than him. If he wants to if he wants to get into the pool of immortality, aka championship, if he wants to sip from that cup, from that chalice, sacrifices must be made. And the sacrifice is ego. Your ego must go. He threw his ego off of the off of the cliff. He collected the ego. He gave up the ego stone. So hopefully for a guy like Westbrook, you want to see great things just because he does things like this. This is what doesn't get talked about enough about Russell Westbrook, so I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Everybody wants to sit here and throw this man under the bus and use him for the scapegoat for what happened in L.A. It's not his damn fault. That was a terribly constructed team in L.A. I'm talking about the Lakers. A terribly constructed team. Who was the best shooter on that team? LeBron James. We have a problem. We have a problem. I don't care that he's the greatest scorer of all time. I don't care that he's the... He's the, he's the greatest of all time in your book. If LeBron James is your best shooter, we have a problem. And go look at the years of LeBron James. And you go look at his most successful years when he wins championships. He ain't the best shooter on the team. So you expected a team where he is the best shooter to do that. And I get it. Some guys didn't live up to their potential. But damn it, it is what it is, dude. It is what it is. Russell Westbrook took that pause. Got traded to Utah. You understand what I'm telling you? They shipped a Hall of Famer to Utah. That's why I have... I get the Lakers have chips, man. I get it. But fuck the Lakers. That's why you root for a Russell Westbrook, man. That's why you root for a Russell Westbrook. Speaking of those guys from L.A., they are on a win, a three-game win streak. Looks like they're kind of figuring out a little rhythm. There is not going to be a minutes restriction for LeBron James. That shit's dead. He's going to play his normal 40, 30, you know, 35 minutes a game. You know, maybe in games they blow people out, he'll he'll get to rest. Or maybe when they get blown out, he'll get to rest. But other than that, there is no minutes restriction. Now, the Dallas Mavericks are in this four seed. And that, <laughs> listen, the Mavericks can score some points. They can score some points. Highest scoring team in the Western Conference at 122 per game. They just also give up the most points in the Western Conference. Now, listen to me. When I say the Western Conference, I'm talking about the contenders. The top 11. I'm not talking about those guys in the depth. We know why they're down there. Oh, yeah. And for everybody that said that the the, the Spurs were going to win more games, yeah, show me when. Let me know when. They're on a nine-game losing streak. Fucking clowns. Listen, 
when it comes down to scoring, the Dallas Mavericks have have they have they have it all. They have all the scoring you want. Once they figure out how to cut that switch on and play a little defense, it's going to be really good for Dallas. Look for Dallas to make a good little run. Sacramento, Sacramento's right there too. Sacramento's right there too. You know, they score 115 and give up 115. We got to play some defense at some point. Phoenix, I like Phoenix, man. Phoenix, you know, when they make that trade for Bill, you know, they, 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 just like the Clippers, they didn't give up much. They didn't have to give up much. They gave up some depth, but they got that back with the DeAndre Ayton trade. So I like the way the Suns are constructed. If Bradley Bill comes back and if they can have some type of movement offensively where it's not just iso ball, I, ultimately that's what it's going to be. You bring in Frank Vogel just to be a face at this point. You know, if the Suns get a championship, it's not going to be because of uh, Frank Vogel's penmanship. It's not going to be because of what he did on the clipboard. You know, we'll, listen, in the documentary for the Phoenix Suns, they'll never be a part about what Frank Vogel drew up game six in the NBA Finals or the NBA fucking conference championship. No one will ever talk about that. Okay? So, don't give me that bullshit. They're rolling the ball out there with three of the top ten ISO players, two of the top five, ten players in the NBA arguably two of the top five scorers in the NBA right now. So they're just rolling the ball out and telling you, just, hey, you can't outscore me. That's what they're telling you. Don't give me this crap that Frank Vogel is going to get Kevin Durant, Devin Booker, and Bradley Beal to play defense. I'm not hearing that shit. Grayson Allen's dirty as hell. He don't play defense. He plays, uh, Grayson Allen plays that defense like the old, uh, like the old guy at the YMCA. You know, that's how he plays defense. Kind of dirty. You know, you wonder why he's keeping up with you, and then you realize, oh, he's tugging on the back of my shirt. That's why. You know, he might give you a little nut tap while you're getting the rebound. That's Grayson Allen. People talk about Draymond Green, but go look at Grayson Allen's tape. Go put those up side by side. But I just, at the end of the day, I just don't believe there's anybody in the NBA that's going to be able to match up with Devin Booker, Kevin Durant, and Bradley Bill for seven games. You just can't. You're not. You're not going to be able to show me a team in the NBA. The, the The Boston Celtics might. They might be able to do it. The Bucks. And the only reason why I say the Celtics is because the Celtics have Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum's my MVP candidate for this year. I think he's going to be able. I I, I just don't think anyone can really stop him. You know, and then you add in Porzingis and Jalen Brown, Drew Holiday. Now we're talking. Now we're talking. You know, the Bucks. I think ultimately the Bucks are going to have to blow up their other internal pieces. I think Brooke Lopez, Chris Middleton, you know, Bobby Portis maybe. These guys got to go. You're going to have to bring in a third piece, a solid third piece that's going to put you over that hump because I'm here to tell you Giannis and Dane by themselves are not going to be able to do it. They're not going to be able to do it. And this is my math on that. Giannis won one championship when Chris Middleton, Drew Holiday, and Brooke Lopez played the height of their career. They played great basketball. They played great basketball, those three did. Okay? They don't have that. Those three are done. That's, that's done. 
okay? So you take away, besides that championship year, Giannis has been knocked out the first round pretty much every year of his playoff runs. Go look it up. Go look it up. You look at Dame Lillard, besides that one playoff run in the, where they went to the Western Conference Finals, he has not done great in the playoffs. So regular season-wise, yes, I expect these guys to win some games. I expect them to sell some tickets. But I don't, I don't expect big things unless you get more players around these two players. These two players need help. These two players aren't Kyrie Irving and Luka Doncic. And those two need help. My point being is those two get you buckets. Those two make other people better. I don't know if Giannis makes other people better. Giannis gets double teamed. Giannis, you know, clogs up the paint. Giannis opens up lanes for people. But does Giannis make you better? Does Giannis make Pat Connington better? That's a good question, ain't it? LeBron James makes people better. LeBron James got Timothy Mosgolf paid. Now, does, does Giannis have that same effect? Well, yeah, Chris Middleton. Eh, Chris Middleton was drafted on that team to be a scorer. Chris Middleton gets scorer minutes. Chris Middleton gets scorer opportunities. I don't know about that. Drew Holiday, same thing. Traded to Milwaukee for what? To win a championship. To help get Giannis over the hump. Dame Lillard, does he make other people better? These are questions that need answers. Because these, 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 this is a team that's looking to make a deep playoff run. So it's going to be very interesting to see. Like I said, second tie for the longest win streak in the NBA at five. We'll see. Hopefully they don't see Jimmy Butler. Hopefully Debo doesn't come. Because if they do, we know who's swallowing. So as we look at these standings right now, and it's still early. We got 69, 68 games left to go in, the, in this regular season. We haven't even made it to all-star break. But like I told you before, some of these teams, this is what it is. This is what you're going to get. Now Friday, we got some more play-in games. We got the Celtics versus the Magic. The Suns versus Grizzlies. The Heat versus the Knicks. Bulls versus Raptors, Pistons versus Pacers, Nuggets versus Rockets, Wizards versus Bucks, Kings versus Timberwolves, Spurs versus Warriors, and Pelicans versus Clippers. So off the top, we're going Celtics over the Magic. I like the Celtics. Like I said, I think the Celtics are going to go make a good run in the NBA Finals, guys. This is going to be a good year for them. Give me the Suns over the Grizzlies. This is going to be an easy game for the Suns. Look for Kevin Durant to make flirt with a triple-double. Look for Devin Booker to get his double-double on. If you don't know, Devin Booker's been a really good play for double-doubles lately. He's been getting his assist on. They usually have him in the books for plus 220 to plus 400 in that range. Make you a little, make you a little money. The Heat versus the Knicks, this is going to be a good one. I like this game. Give me the heat. They got Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler, I mean, he's low-key. Low-key a top five player in the NBA. If you want to talk about what impact, I mean, what are we, what impacts a top five player? 
Meaning, what qualities does he need? Is leading a team a quality of having a top five player? I think so, right? So Jimmy Butler has to be in this conversation. The Knicks are doing pretty good. Julius Randle has been hooping lately. Started off slow, but here he goes. Showing you why the Knicks hold on to him. Six and four over their last ten. They're doing all right. Miami Heat are eight and two over their last ten. They're doing all right. Going to be a good game. Bulls versus the Raptors. The Bulls are a shit show. The Raptors are a shit show. This is going to be a toilet. Give me the Raptors. Pistons versus the Pacers. This is Cade Cunningham and whoever decides to show up versus the Pacers. Give me the Pacers. You got, you know, Cade Cunningham was quoted as saying his team is bad. They are bad. You feel bad for a guy like Cade Cunningham. Good talent. Good talent. Good guard. You like the cut of his jib. Nuggets versus the Rockets. Look for the battle of Sagan versus uh, versus Jokic. Is that you know that's going to be a good game. You know the Nuggets are playing without Jamal Murray right now, but they're still winning ball games, folks. The Nuggets are the Nuggets are showing you that they've built something through the draft over the years, and they kept it pretty quiet up there in the mountains, huh? They kept it pretty quiet up there in them in the mountains in them in them evergreens. And now you're starting to see that depth. You're starting to see that depth. Because Jamal Murray is going to be able to get really nice nice and healed up and come back and hoop. And the NBA is going to be in trouble. The Nuggets are looking like they could repeat. They're going to have to get through Phoenix. They're going to have to get through Phoenix. Well, actually, fuck that. Phoenix has to go through them. They're the defending world champions. I'm sorry. The Wizards versus the Bucks. The Bucks are going to kick the shit out of the Wizards. The Wizards are a dumpster fire. They are a terrible basketball organization right now. The Kings versus the Timberwolves. This is going to be a future, listen to what I'm telling you. This is a future Western Conference semifinals battle right here. This is, the, this is playoff basketball right here. The Kings and the Timberwolves look for these two to play in the playoffs. Because both of these teams are going to be there. Both of these teams are playing pretty good basketball right now. Timberwolves are on a two-game win streak, nine and one over their last ten. You look at the Kings, six and four over their last ten. They're playing good basketball. They're playing winning basketball, playoff basketball, and that's what you like to see. That's going to be one of those later games: Spurs versus the Warriors. Now the Warriors should win this game. The Spurs are bad. Now Victor Wembanyama is tall. He's all this, but he does not impact the game as much as people thought he would. People told you the Spurs were a legit chance to be in the play-in game. Don't tell me they didn't. I saw the tapes. The Spurs will not be in any playoff form. They will not be in any play-in anything for a couple of years. Like I said, Victor's good. He's a freak. He's 7-3, whoop-de-bam. But guess what? He doesn't impact the game like that. He doesn't impact the game like that. Tell me I'm wrong. If he does, then why the hell aren't they winning? They've won two games. Sorry, three games. They're 3-11 on a nine-game losing streak. Don't talk to me about no damn Spurs, and don't ever compare them to the number three team in the Western Conference. That was disrespectful. That was very disrespectful, ESPN. You know what you did. You know what you did. You compared the San Antonio Spurs to the Oklahoma City Thunder and that you were dead wrong. 
The Thunder are 10-4, the number three team in the West with the longest win streak in basketball. Don't talk to me about a spur. Pelicans and the Pelicans versus the Clippers. This is going to be a good one too. Playoff. This is going to be playoff basketball. This could be a future playoff, you know, playoff game. Especially if Zion can stay healthy, man. Watch out for the Pelicans. Currently sitting right now in the play-in opportunity, you know, at the eighth seed. But look at them to go up. The Clippers, they're starting to figure it out with you know with the with the whole Russell Westbrook coming off the court. I don't I don't disregard them because they have Ty Lue. If it wasn't for Ty Lue, guess what? They're still the Clippers. Don't talk to me about them. But I respect that man, Ty Lue. I respect him so much as a coach. I will give them a fighting opportunity. But that wraps up the matchup talk. That mat that will wrap up matchup talk for this week. For we talk NBA, that guy's Jig Sports Podcast. You're listening to JIG. I am him. Subscribe, write, and review. Listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcast. Just listen to it. Just check your boy out. Give me a chance. We're looking at some of the greatest basketball of all time, folks. Okay? I'm looking right now, and I'm not even kidding you. There's five guys in the NBA averaging 30 points. There's five guys right now in the NBA averaging 30 points. There's 16 players in the NBA averaging over 25 points a game. You are seeing scoring at its finest, guys. We are seeing people literally roll the basketball out and hoop. 42 people in the NBA average over 20 points a game. That's what you're looking at. What a time to watch people bond over an orange ball going through a hoop. What a time. I mean, we are seeing supreme. We are seeing basketball played at a very high level on the offensive side. And we have to ret- we have to just sit in the moment, folks. Sit in the moment and just. Just enjoy it. I know we get into a lot of debates about who's the best, and I'm going to be talking about who's the best and who sucks on this show a lot. You're going to hear that from me. I'm not going to lie to you, cry to you. But the one thing I will always do is appreciate the time. Shout out to LeBron James, 39,000 career points, the first player ever to do it. It's never been done. It's never been done. We have to literally stop it, folks. We have to stop it, and one we have to look at it and say, "Damn, this dude, this dude's doing some shit." And I'm here to tell you guys, he's gonna add another thousand to it. He's gonna add another thousand, and add another thousand, and add another. We might see this guy. We might see LeBron James get to 45,000 points career. We might get to see it. It's not out the realm of possibility, folks. It's not. So make sure you subscribe to the channel. Subscribe to the channel. I'm going back to my YouTube days, guys. I'm telling you, make sure you go back and listen to the old podcast back in the day, you know, back on the YouTube. It's on the YouTube. But you ain't got to do that no more. All right?
Listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is That Guy Jig Sports Podcast, and I am him, J-I-G. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back next week with a whole nother set of three. A whole nother set of three. We gave you college, we gave you NFL football, and now we just gave you NBA. Once college basketball starts getting into the swing, we're going to pick up on that too. We're going to add that to the plate because we talk sports here, folks. Enjoy your Thanksgiving. Be thankful for the ones you have and be thankful for the ones you've had. Once again, this is That Guy Jig Sports Podcast. I am him, J-I-G. Thanks for listening.